and that lets you save the who cares? True form life. Green look on. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. My name's Drew Tadia, and I'll be your host for this evening. If you found us on iTunes, head over to the comments area. I'd love to hear what you think of the show. If you're looking for other areas of where you can find what I talk about, we've got a True Form Facebook page along with a Twitter page. So what's going on today? I'm talking about being efficient in gym and in life. I hope you enjoy the show. We've got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia is brought to you in part by Kathy and Connie, the new real estate team in town with Widmer Realty. Contact them today for all your real estate needs. I want to talk about being efficient in the gym and in life because I feel we have so many more advantages at being efficient than wasting time and wondering where it all went. In today's show, I'm going to cover batching and how to be more efficient with day-to-day activities. I have the 80-20 rule, and if you haven't heard about this, this could change your life concerning efficiency. I'm talking about being efficient in the gym along with food planning. So again, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy what's going on today. We're long past the days where you need to sit in the gym for an hour and a half to get the results you're after. Even cardio for long periods of time is overrated. Unless, of course, you enjoy it. If you're doing cardio for an extended period of time because you're looking for results, I have some suggestions to help you be more efficient and get more out of your workout in a short amount of time, which is all based around being efficient in the gym. More times than not, I work out within 20 minutes. That's including warm-up. I'm quite certain people look at me leaving in this short amount of time and wonder why I'm leaving so soon. Being efficient is what I stand by in the gym and in life for that matter. The only reason you'd work out in the gym for an hour or more is because you have certain goals, like bodybuilding for example, or because you're there for the social aspect, which there's nothing wrong with. Other than that, you can get a whole lot more out of your workout in a shorter amount of time. Let's take a full body circuit for example. Let's say you mix in a cardio exercise like skipping rope. Then you add a squat press because it's a fantastic whole body exercise. And finally, how about we throw in a pull-up exercise because it's challenging and works a wide array of muscles. What we're going to do is go from one exercise to the next without stopping. We can continue this for a set number of sets or time frame. To make that clear, you can say, I'm going to do three to five sets. Or you'll do this circuit for 15 minutes. And that goes for reps as well. You can either set a time for about 30 seconds or you can do 10 to 15 reps for each exercise. The great part about a routine like this is you decide how hard you work. You decide how much effort you put in, what goals you set, how much you get out of it, and finally, how exhausted you'll be when this workout is done. If you want to get a great workout in, in 10 to 15 minutes, you'll go full tilt the whole time. If you're happy with just getting through the workout, then go at whatever pace you feel fit. There's all kinds of short, intense workouts that can be done. You don't need to be a trainer or any kind of specialist to make your own routine. Find a cardio exercise, then a full body exercise 
and you're set. We all know it takes time to drive to the gym. Often we have to get changed, talk to a few people, and by the time we're done, it could take up to an hour and a half to get out of there. By staying efficient with your exercises, you widen your scope of success to stay consistent with your workouts and get the most out of each of them every time you go. It doesn't matter what people think. I'm quite certain a lot of people think I don't work out at all especially the ones that only see me coming and leaving. But if you paid attention, you'd notice I work out till exhaustion with each set, each rep until I'm gasping for air for most of the workout. You know what I love about these workouts is if you push yourself hard enough at the beginning, you think about quitting halfway through. And I understand that doesn't sound appealing to everyone. It doesn't sound inspiring when I put it that way. But I'm trying to relay to you how to get the most out of your workout. To see the results in a short amount of time, you have to push yourself to the max. Especially when you think you can't go any further. I can't put into words the powerful feeling you obtain by getting through workouts like this. The feeling that takes over when you know you've made it through another difficult workout where you thought you may not finish. It's a different feeling pushing your entire body to the max instead of working out individual muscles. You have those people that still go to the gym and hit the cardio machine for 45 minutes, then do a resistance training workout for about 45 minutes. This is far too much time. Why not combine the two and be efficient? Many times I see people only doing cardio and not mixing in resistance training. This is a mistake if you ask me. If you want to tone, sculpt and burn body fat, you need some sort of resistance training in your workout regime. I understand this is a mindset barrier. If someone is used to working out for an hour, maybe even doing cardio for 45 minutes on days you're not lifting weights, it's hard to believe a 20 minute or less workout will give you the same results. I have to say, the old way of lifting is exactly that. It's played out. When lifting weights began, working out soon became the bodybuilding era where Arnold and Lou Ferrigno and countless others that I can't exactly name roam the gyms and set routines that we still use today. That's hard for me to believe. Do you really think after so many years that there's not a better way to work out? There's not a more efficient way to get the results you're after? Sure, if you're a bodybuilder, you may need to sit in the gym for hours in a single session which personally I still think is extreme, but if you're not a bodybuilder, which more of us aren't than are, what are we doing? We're performing the same type of exercises, sets, and workouts as a bodybuilder, knowing full well that's not what we're after. Next time you're at the gym, try something new. Try something different. Look to efficiency, and I don't mean lazy. Don't show up and do a few reps, leave, and say I told you that this workout is more efficient. I'm talking about full out, full body exercise for a short amount of time, stretching your lung capacity, muscles, and mind. Because I guarantee you, if you push yourself hard enough, doubt will wander your mind and even failure that you may not finish this workout. And when you get through it, you'll realize that power of achievement I was talking about earlier. You just might never go back to the old way of working out again. All right, don't go anywhere. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about batching and its importance if you want to get the most out of each activity the efficient way. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. 
right, we're back with another segment. This one, we're talking about batching. Now, if you haven't heard about this, you're going to want to pay attention. <laughs> I want to talk about this subject because if you're looking to be more efficient in your life, whether it be in the gym or at the office, batching is a must. So what is batching? In short, it's doing the same activity or same type of activity all at once. Cut out multitasking, cut out distractions, don't do one thing once, then come back to it later, the next day or the next week. Let me tell you how the process works for most tasks. And if you write often, you know exactly what I'm talking about without much of an explanation. We sit down and write. We get into the topic we're writing about. We're cruising through whatever our topic may be and the phone rings. So of course we pick it up. Then after we hang it up, we see a text message. So we respond to that. Then an email pops up, one that we've been waiting for, so we answer that too. This is multitasking at its finest. So what's the problem? We're getting more than one thing done at once, right? Let me tell you why this is a waste of time. What happens when you sit back down to write whatever it was that you were writing? You have to read a couple of paragraphs before you remember what you were saying. Then you have to get in the flow again. So if you don't set any regulations as to what you'll let distract you, it's only a short time before that person who just sent the text message will answer again. And if we leave our inbox open, we'll soon get another message that will likely interrupt us again. The problem is stopping, then starting. It all takes time, time that we wouldn't be wasting if we just kept carrying on with the task at hand. Let me explain this further. What if you did laundry the same day of the week instead of doing it whenever the laundry hamper is full. Batching is doing like activities at once. And we do this because we waste little time this way. There's no setup time, there's no booking time, there's no rearranging schedules. This is what you do. That's just the way it is. You know you have a set schedule to batch each day of the week. Think about how many times you check your email. How many times it doesn't need to be checked. We check email even when we know we don't have time to answer them. So what's the point? Why would we take our attention away from whatever it is we're doing? Think about the process when checking an email. We open the browser, put it in our email address, and sometimes password, then scroll through the emails in our inbox. Some we answer, some we plan on getting back to another time, and rarely do, and some we don't have time for at all. But we still read them. We do this how many times a day? Five, six, maybe 10 to 15, all day long. What a complete waste of time. I don't want to get into this too much because being efficient with emails, managing your inbox, or figuring out who or how to respond has all been talked about so many more times. The fact of the matter is, email is a huge waste of time more times than not. To stick to the topic of batching, we would be much more efficient if we checked email two or three times a day. Think about that. You wouldn't be distracted with a notification every time someone sends an email. You wouldn't have your thoughts changed while in the middle of something. And you wouldn't have to worry about responding to everyone immediately. To me, that sounds like a huge stress relief. Consider batching your email. Answer it a couple times a day and forget about the rest of the time. And if you really want to be more efficient with other activities in your life, you try batching more tasks so they're done and out of the way. Not something you're thinking about all week. Stay right there. In the next segment, I'm talking about the 80-20 principle. And if you haven't heard about this, I promise taking a few small steps toward this concept will change the efficiency in your entire life. 
Exploring mind and body would not be possible without help from the French Learning Center. The French Learning Center, offering tutoring, French day camps, adult classes, and more. Contact Dorothy Keith for more information at 403-586-5714. That's 586-5714. The French Learning Center, a proud supporter of exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia. All right, we're back with another segment, all in which I'm going to discuss the 80-20 principle. So what's the 80-20 principle, or rule, they call it? In short, it means that 80% of your outcome comes from 20% of your inputs. Wikipedia says the principle was suggested by management thinker Joseph Uran. It was named after the Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto, who observed that 80% of the income in Italy was received by 20% of the Italian population. The assumption, most of the results in any situation are determined by a small number of causes. So let's go through a couple examples so we can see what this actually means. Like Pareto just found, 80% of a country's income comes from 20% of the population. 80% of a company's products sold come from 20% of their customers. 80% of a company's complaints come from 20% of the customers. I understand those are business examples that don't pertain to everyone. So what else could this mean? Or how could we use the 80-20 principle to our advantage? How about 80% of our results come from 20% of our workouts? That leads us back to earlier in the show when I talked about being efficient in the gym. What if those exercises that push us the most, the ones that were full body exercises or force us to use more muscle groups were the ones we got the most out of. If we implemented the 80-20 rule to our workouts, figure out which was the most efficient and got us the most results, couldn't we capitalize on time we spent in the gym and maximize the results? Well, of course we could. That's why I'm talking about this rule. So where else can we find efficiency with the 80-20 rule? How about 80% of the work you get done on your computer comes from 20% of the day? What does that mean? I mean, we spend a whole lot of time surfing the web for no good reason, which I don't think is a far stretch for many of us. I'm sure we all get caught up with social media pages, news, or articles that we have no business reading or looking at. We talk about how we don't have any time. We say there's never enough hours in the day. But do we ever think about how to save time or how not to waste time? I bet we rarely, if ever, think about how much time we wasted in a day or how many other things we could have accomplished if we didn't get caught up in that meeting we didn't need to go to. If we didn't stop and talk to the neighbor about the latest town gossip, we'd probably be surprised in how much time there actually is if we made an effort to get things done in a reasonable amount of time. And I'm not talking about rushing through life and never relaxing or enjoying yourself. That's my point exactly. If we didn't spend hours on the job wasting time and got our work done, we can enjoy a nice walk with the kids or your spouse after work. We wouldn't feel so much like we go straight to work, then straight home, then off to bed. This cycle is a mindset. It's thoughts formed into actions of a never-ending cycle of waiting till you retire to enjoy life, which is, if you ask me, nothing more than nonsense. All right, when we come back, I'm going to talk about how to save time with food preparation. Don't go anywhere. Exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Tadian. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. 
All right, we're back with another segment in which I'm talking about food prep. So the good news is, this is an easy segment to follow. The better news is, I'm not going to tell you anything you haven't heard before or anything I haven't said before. When it comes to food prep, some of the words I hear all the time is, I didn't have time to prepare a meal, or I didn't have anything to eat. So first off, these statements are simply excuses because I believe time never runs out. We always have time. We may have decided not to make time for a certain chore or task, but that doesn't mean there wasn't time for it. So the previous statement, I didn't have time, should be changed to, I didn't make time. Earlier, we talked about batching. We also talked about being efficient throughout this show. So now we're going to do exactly that with food prep, which is why I always recommend picking one day out of the week to make several meals. Then you don't run into the problem of not being prepared. So that's the first step. It doesn't matter what day it is, but you're going to pick one day out of the week, set aside a few hours, and cook a number of meals. This way you'll have food stored in the fridge, and you'll be able to save time by not cooking every meal throughout the week when you want something to eat. And the other suggestion I'd like to offer is cooking extra food. I know this sounds obvious, but many people only cook enough food for one meal. Once that meal is gone, there's no leftovers and nothing to eat the next day. Speaking of the next day, <laughs> this leads me to my next point. Make sure every time you cook a meal, you make enough meals for two. It doesn't matter if you're cooking for yourself or your family. Cook two meals. That way, if the kids are hungry and you don't have time to cook, you can direct them to the leftovers in the fridge. If you are hungry, you can snack on leftovers once again. When it's time to eat, you don't have to find time to prepare a whole nother meal. All you have to do is heat whatever's in the fridge. Just stay away from the microwave. This goes the same for storing food. This is exactly why we cook extra food. So we can grab it and go. So make sure a meal is placed in containers that are easy to grab and go. One time, someone said to me, if I leave leftovers in my fridge, the kids will eat it. I have two suggestions for this problem. Number one, make more food so your kids don't eat all the leftovers. Number two, put your name on the containers. I know this sounds a little funny, but if you put your food in containers, label them dad's lunch or mom's snack, there's a very good chance the kids will look somewhere else. And if nothing else, you'll just have to sit down with them and let them know everything else is free range that doesn't have mom or dad's name on it. So to wrap things up, find a day in the week, possibly a Sunday, where you can cook several meals that will last throughout the week. This is possible. At least try it before you knock it. Preparation will be the key to your success and your efficiency in most cases. When you do cook, make sure you have enough for an extra meal. If you're cooking for a family, it's no different. All you have to do is double what you usually cook for one meal. And finally, package your food in containers so they're easy to grab and go. Label them if need be and always be prepared. If you're always prepared, you never have to get ready. Don't go anywhere. In our last segment, I'm going to wrap up the show with some reminders of everything we just went over to help you be efficient in the gym and in life. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, we're back with our last segment. So let's wrap things up. 
We just went over a number of different ways to help you be more efficient in the gym and in life. So to sum things up, I went over my top four suggestions to help you with efficiency. Number one, be more efficient in the gym. You can do this by doing some type of circuit filled with full body exercises. Don't stop between exercises and work out till exhaustion. This way you can get a quick workout in, you don't need to spend hours there, and I can guarantee you, you'll feel better afterwards. And don't forget about the results. If you're not looking to become a bodybuilder or gain massive amounts of muscle, skip the old school workouts and do something more functional that's gonna get you the results you're after. Number two is batching. Batch your activities and become more efficient in other areas of your life. Remember, each time you have to stop and start each activity, it's wasted time. Find the same activity or like activity that you can do at once so you're not stopping and then starting all over again each time you want to move forward. Multitasking isn't always the best way to get something done. Not if you want to be efficient. So turn off your email, put your phone on silent, and find out how much you can actually get done in a short amount of time. You may even find the quality of your tasks of batching increases because it's more focused now. Number three, consider implementing the 80-20 rule into your life in some way. I strongly believe you'll see a huge difference in wherever you look to use it. Remember, 80% of the results come from 20% of the output. You may consider this at work, in the gym, or at home. Find a way to use this somewhere, and I'll put a good bit in, you'll use it somewhere else in your life too. And number four was food prep. Remember, if you're always prepared, you never have to get ready. Time is a mindset. There's always time. What matters is what we actually make time for. If you missed a meal, it's because you didn't make time to prep, not because there wasn't any time. Prepare ahead of time. Pick a day in the week that works best for you to prepare several meals so you have prepared meals stored in the fridge. You'll be surprised on how much time you save when you don't have to cook every meal. And be sure to package foods and label them. Put your name on them so no one else eats them. You can even put what meal it is, meaning lunch or after lunch snack, etc. All right, so that wraps up how to be efficient in life and in the gym. I hope that helps you be more efficient in life in general. When we get things done, we feel better about ourselves, which increases our standard of living and is exactly what I was hoping you got out of this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate every chance you get to hear the show. If you do get a chance, visit exploringmindandbody.com, ask any questions you may have, or leave a comment. You can read some of the segments on the site, check out pictures, and always hear the entire show right there. And if you're into podcasts, you can take the show with you wherever you go. Just head over to iTunes and download it. Thanks to our sponsors. We wouldn't have the show without you. Thanks to my producer, Jameson Brown. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Once again, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. In health and fitness for a better world. I'm out of here. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one-yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.